The first step in crafting the life you want is to get rid of everything you don't. Joshua Becker Hey everyone, it's Anna. Welcome back to The Analogs. My personal journey about navigating life as a divorced empty nester and how I'm facing challenges, celebrating successes, and learning life's many lessons as I grow older graciously and have a little bit of fun along the way. Before I get started with this episode, I want to say thank you to all of my listeners and those who continue to share my podcast, to follow along on social media, to those who have contributed monetarily. It means the world to me that you all have such faith in me and really believe in what I'm doing and that you want to actually hear what I have to say. Anyways, I appreciate you all so very much. I know I say that each time, but I honestly do. Now, on with the show. How many of you have a garage filled with boxes, filled with stuff that you never use? Go ahead, raise your hand, admit it out loud. Give me an amen, give me a yes. I know you do. My garage is the same way. And it has been like that since I moved into my new house in February of 2020. The boxes have been moved around. Boxes have been opened. Some things I got rid of. But there's still so much more. And we all know how crazy 2020 was. And a lot of people had the opportunity to do a lot of things around the house to include decluttering. I did not. You've heard me say before, I have been working nonstop since COVID hit. And I am finally setting a goal to clear out that garage and finally park my car in it. I know that's an unusual concept. My other house had a three-car garage, so all of the stuff went on one end, and there was still plenty of room for my car. This house, I have a two-car garage. Yeah, I don't have as much room. So as I'm going through these things, there are some things that I'm just going to donate. They're good things, but there's no need to try to get a couple bucks for it. There are other things that I have collected through my travels that are good quality that I don't want to just give away. And I hope that doesn't make me sound like a terrible person. And so I have been spending, I would say, the past couple of weeks, maybe months, going through and taking photos and posting things online and trying to sell these items. And there's a constant theme that I keep hearing from friends of mine. Anna, don't you want to keep those things? You have such cool things from all these amazing places that you visited and that you lived. Don't you want them? No, 
I don't. There are a few items that I have kept out. I have these beautiful embroidered tablecloths from, I bought them in Azerbaijan. They're Persian, I guess. I'm not quite sure. They're beautiful. I haven't done anything with them. They're just hanging over my ladder. But I couldn't bear to part with them, and I don't know why. And then all of a sudden, I figured it out. I bought a new bed last year, and it doesn't have a headboard. And I have not been able to find a headboard anywhere that I like. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a padded headboard or an upholstered headboard made out of one of those tablecloths. They're absolutely gorgeous. They're just collecting dust by hanging over this ladder. Why not showcase their true beauty? And I say they because I have two of them. So the other one, I'm either going to hang it up on my wall or I was gifted an antique settee from a homeowner whose house I photographed a couple weeks ago. It needs to be reupholstered. And as I'm trying to figure out, okay, what kind of fabric would I want? It occurred to me, why not use that other tablecloth? Again, it's an opportunity to showcase the beauty of that tablecloth rather than just letting it collect dust. There are other items that I've come across, beautiful platters. There's one in particular that I purchased when we visited Budapest, Hungary. I remember carrying that thing all over the city while we did the tourist thing, you know? And I love it. I really do. I'm just not going to use it. I'm still figuring out my decorating style and it doesn't fit in. And neither do the Italian plates that I purchased or the Turkish plates that I have or the Persian linens that I have. None of that goes with my decorating style right now. My military spouse friends out there can can understand this. There tends to be a certain style that we all decorate our houses in. And that's not a bad thing. You tend to see a lot of Americana, a lot of military pictures and things displayed. And I mean, that's just part of the life. You know, it's not like that for everyone. But for me, that's kind of what I did. And I no longer have that style. I'm not saying I'm not patriotic. I am a diehard American through and through. I just don't have all of that Americana items in my house anymore. I'm figuring out my own style. I'm figuring out what's necessary and what is just extra. What is clutter? And those items that I mentioned earlier, those beautiful plates, that bowl I carried all around Budapest, 
if I'm not going to display them, they are just going to sit in a cabinet somewhere, taking up space and not having the opportunity for people to enjoy them. And that's why I'm getting rid of them. Other people will display them in their homes and they're going to get the love and the attention that they deserve. A friend of mine keeps bringing up wants and needs. Anna, is it a want or Anna, is it a need? And of course, my response is, well, I want to need something, but I'm joking. I have started to really be intentional with my shopping. Before, I would just go shop to shop and I'd end up with tons of clothes, most of which I probably never wear, and extra things that get shoved into a cabinet. I don't do that anymore. If I go shopping, it's intentional. I'm there for a reason. I'm there to get specific things. Now, let me tell you, I could spend hours in Home Goods and TJ Maxx and all those kind of stores. But now, I may still spend hours there, but I'm not filling up my cart. I'm being very, again, intentional with what I per- purchase. I need frames for my photos and my artwork. I go to Home Goods. They've got great prices. I need truffle salt. Yep, they got it there too. You know, so I go for a reason. I go to other stores for a reason. And that cuts down on the clutter. That cuts down on the wants. And it's very freeing to do that. I've made a lot of progress in my garage. I tackled my closet months ago, and I think I got rid of eight bags of clothes. My daughter went through her closet a couple weeks ago, and she must have had six or seven bags of clothes. We donated all of those. We don't need those. We live in a world where, for whatever reason, we think we have to have excess. And sometimes I think that weighs us down. I think it causes us anxiety. I get frazzled when I have stuff sitting out. And it's just, it needs to be out for a reason. But if I don't put it away... It just, I don't know, I feel like this this fog, I guess. It's just unsettling in a way. And it's not easy. You know, I sit out there in the garage and I go through and I'm taking photos of everything. And disclaimer, they are not professional photos. It's just me and my phone and whatever lighting is in the garage. So don't judge. And I will pull these items out and they will bring a smile to my face because I'll remember where I was when I purchased them. You know, I have linens that I purchased when we lived in the Republic of Georgia and 
that makes me remember the special people there. The Georgian people are just so hospitable, so kind. And those are good memories. And I remember that. I don't need those linens, though. I'm not doing them justice. And I posted a picture of them on Facebook. And before I know it, a friend of mine, I want them all. All of them? Yes, I want them all. They're going to a great home. I got rid of this credenza that I attempted to paint years ago and use it in my office, and it doesn't fit in my new space. And it's not in the best condition because I didn't paint it very well. But my friend picked it up today And I know that it's going to be beautiful again. And it fits perfectly for what she is looking for. Everything she got from me has a specific place where it will go. And it's going to a wonderful family. And that brings me joy. I find when I go on my trips... I'm not going to the gift shops and buying something that represents that little town. That's where my pictures come in. I'm taking pictures of those special places because that means more. That's going to tell more of a story than the little tchotchke that I, I purchased. And I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I sit there. I'm repeating myself, but I sit there and I'm taking pictures and I'm thinking about these items. I'm thinking about maybe the intention I had behind some of the things that I've purchased here in the U.S. That that purpose is no longer needed or what I thought I would use it for maybe in my other house. I can't use it in this house. And I've given myself a timeline. I'm putting things out there. It's like, okay, this is, I'm offering it up. I'm taking whatever people want to give me for these items. I know they're going to be beautiful. And after that, I'll figure it out. But I am determined to get my car in that garage before the end of the year. And it will happen. And I hope that I continue with that whole decluttering mindset. And not so much decluttering, but not reaching that point. Buying things that I need. Occasionally I'll buy something that I want. I mean, we all deserve a special treat every now and then. But maybe instead of a thing, it is a trip or it's a road trip or something like that. When we declutter our spaces, I think we declutter our minds as well. Having all of that stuff does something to our psyche. I I can't explain it. I think, as I mentioned, it does cause us some anxiety. It does cause us some frustration Is there a reason we're holding on to these things and we don't want to get rid of them? 
Now, by no means am I a hoarder. And I'm not saying any of you are. I'm just saying maybe we should think about what we have. Those boxes and boxes and boxes that are stuffed in the attic or stuffed in the closet or taking up space in the garage. Why do we have all of that? You know, I've got frames and frames and frames of my daughters. I don't display them. It's not that I don't think that they're beautiful and I don't love them. I mean, I love them more than words can express and they know that. But it's not it's not doing them justice by having these frames sitting in my closet. So what I'm going to do is, oh, and I've got boxes and boxes of pictures too. So what I want to do is I want to take them out of the frames and I want to take the pictures out of those boxes and I want to put them in photo albums, not scrapbooking, but good old fashioned photo albums, because then that's something that we can look through and we can talk about the memories and we can laugh and we can, you know, do all of that fun stuff. Ashley was doing that today when I was in the garage. She's looking through the photos and she's taking pictures of the photos and sending them to her big sister and we're laughing about them. And I want to enjoy them. They're not being enjoyed by sitting in a box or sitting in a frame that's sitting in my closet. I want to put them in a book. And there's multiples, so I can create a book for each of them. And then that way they have something that they can carry on. Now, granted, the photo album might not be sitting on the coffee table. It might not be on a bookshelf. It may very well end up in a closet somewhere. But it's so easy to pull it out and to look through it and to tell the stories and relive moments and so forth. You don't do that with picture frames. And I may sound like a terrible mother because I don't have that gallery wall of my kids. That's just not what I do. I did it at one point and things change. And I think that I am honoring my daughters and those memories by putting them in a place where they will be looked at. Just simple things like that. And then it's twofold because I've got those empty frames. What am I going to do with those? Put my photos and artwork in them, of course. So it's, it kind of like comes around full circle in a way. This for me is just another step, another another box to check off for me. And I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to walking out in my garage and it's cleared. Only things in there are the only things that I need. I only need one side of the garage, so the other side of the garage could be where 
the car stuff goes and the tools go and the bikes go and whatever. There will be space for that, for the things that are needed. The rest of the stuff, it will be a new home somewhere. It will be living a new life. It will be enjoyed by others. And it will start its new journey. I know that sounds kind of corny, doesn't it? But you know what I mean. We all, we all have a purpose. We all have something that we should be doing. And all of that stuff in my garage. And I do still have a couple of closets that need to be cleaned out. They're going to the people that need them. Perfect example. I'm going through boxes trying to figure out what the heck is in it. And it's school supplies. I haven't purchased school supplies in probably three or four years. I didn't want to just throw them out. When my friend came over the other week to get things, she was talking about her daughter who's just started teaching. You know what? I've got all these school supplies. Why don't you take them? She was beyond grateful. Her daughter was beyond grateful. My fellow teachers out there know how, how much money is spent buying supplies on our own. When I was little and my parents would go on trips, they would always bring my brother and I something back. It was some little tchotchke that we absolutely loved but it had no meaning to us. We didn't go there. We didn't have experiences there. But I think in my mind, it meant that they thought about me. And how sad does that sound? And maybe that's why I always look forward to, you know, my parents going somewhere and bringing something home or... My dad was military and he would send us gifts back from these amazing places that I never thought I would visit, but I didn't have any experience with it. There was no memory associated with it, but it meant that he thought about me. Maybe that's where all of this is coming from. I don't know. Maybe... Grabbing those items when we were on trips was my way of attaching a memory to it because no one else was going to bring me a gift. And as I sit here and think about it, those souvenirs that we would get or that I would get from our various trips stopped being tchotchke-like and became books. They were either a cookbook for that region or that country or that location, or they were photo books. They were coffee table books. Because then we could flip through and there were all of the places that we had visited or, oh, next time we can go here. And it was a way for me to sit with my daughter's and talk about our trips and the things that we did and the things that we saw. 
that was before I got into photography. And maybe now that's why I've really gotten away from buying those little souvenirs wherever I go. Because I'm taking the photos and I can look back and remember the things that we did with them or in them. And I'm able to share them on social media, especially on Facebook. I will write almost a narrative to go with the albums when I would post it, to be able to share those memories with others, to tell the story of where I had been, who I was with, what we had done, or if it was just me and the experiences that I had. And I find myself giving photos as gifts these days rather than something that someone may not use. And usually the photos have a memory associated with them or there's some connection between what's in that photo and me and the person that I'm giving it to. For example, I've talked about Kindred Spirit before in North Carolina and going there with my girlfriends. Well, I took a picture of it, of course, and recently turned it into an art piece. And one of those friends bought it from me. And I framed it and I gave it to her. And she will then give it to a family member. Now, the family member wasn't on that trip with us. They haven't visited Kindred Spirit like we have. But Kindred Spirit is located in an area where they have a home and have special memories. So there's that connection. So when she hangs it up, she will appreciate it for that fact. And when my friend goes there to visit, she will see it and appreciate it because of the experience that she had going to visit that mailbox and how special that was. Yes, it's still a physical item, but it's not something that's going to get tucked away. It will be out, it will be enjoyed, it will be talked about. And I think that's where I'm going with all of this. I've reached a point where I don't need those souvenirs from every place that I've been. I've got the experience, I've got the stories, I've got the photos. And I find myself even when talking with my daughters and trips that they've gone on and listening to them tell their stories, the food that they ate, the people that they met, the things that they did, and showing me the photos, that means so much more now than, hey, look what I bought you. A friend of mine recently went on a trip And when he got back, he shared the photos with me and just the enthusiasm in his voice and in his eyes at telling me these stories and sharing with me his experiences and showing me his photos and bringing up places that he went and people that he met that sparked something about me, either a conversation we had had or 
a similar experience that we had had together. That means so much more to me than bringing me an item from a place that I did not experience. Now, if it's jewelry, something like that, now, you know, I'll let you slide on that one. We'll accept that. I'm just kidding. I am now at a point in my life where I don't need all of those things. I want to hear the stories. I want to have the experiences. I want to have the photos. And none of that takes up space in my house or in my garage. And it's not filling my head with unnecessary clutter. And I know that doesn't make sense to you, but it makes sense to me. By decluttering my physical space, it's as if I'm decluttering my mind as well, and I'm only making room for the things that are important. And it feels good. It's, I've still got a ways to go, but it's definitely getting there. And one day my garage will be clutter-free, and my car will park in there, and my closets will be clutter-free. And it's going to feel absolutely amazing. And yes, this is another step in my journey. And that journey will continue. And I only see it getting better and better. And how many of you have noticed there haven't been any tears in the past couple of episodes? We're making progress. I'm making progress. I'm happy. I am living life to the fullest. And I have an amazing community of people that I absolutely adore. And life is good. Life is good. <laughs>